Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to the Talking Fookie Podcast. We're back once again with Marty here. Hello, and Ethan. G'day. Um, yeah, this is, we've decided to actually rock up and do a show, which is always good. Um, after being very busy, I've now got no jobs, so podcast life it is then. But how are we, That's it. Ethan? More time for this. More time for this. How are we, big man? Yeah, feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling yeah, fresh. good, good. Feeling good to be on the uh, the most inconsistent podcast in the nation. Well, we may be inconsistent, but we have fun. And that's all that matters. We sure do. Now, let's jump straight into it. Uh, Foopy Metal. The talking Foopy Metal. Uh, we'll get straight into that. We'll just... A recap over the last two weeks of... Foopy, as it's called. Just to let everyone know, if you live in Victoria, you know this already, but it's bloody cold. Alright, so currently, we've got a new leader after round 16, but after round 15, we also had a new leader, which is pretty amazing to say so. But if my internet, for some reason, internet, hey Ethan, doesn't want to work. But yeah, after round, the uh, big story for him. Pretty much, big story. Ethan's internet is absolutely stuck. Um, but going into round seventeen, we have a new leader of Jeremy Cameron with twenty nine votes after a ten last week, um, which is which is pretty pretty amazing to be honest. Um, from the where he was, he only had. 10. He was getting his sixes and fours most weeks, but he rounded out last week with a 10, which is amazing to say the least. But the week before, Stewart got top votes. Tommy Stewart got 10. Oliver and Walsh tied with six. Kennedy from West Coast and Dustin Fogarty with three each. And Will Brody and Jake Lloyd getting the ones. So round 15 was a very interesting week for footy <clears throat> and then this week just gone we had Jeremy Cameron with the 10 votes to get him up to 29 well Tim Kelly from the Eagles got 7, Sinclair as well got 7, Petrarca 3, Neil and Dacos 1 vote each so Ethan it's getting very very uh, close in the top of the leaderboard for the Talking Footy medal with Jeremy Cameron on 29 votes, Stewart yeah. and Chris equal on 27 for second place. Neil in technically in fourth now with 26, and Clayton Oliver with 23. So top five is looking very, very, very interesting. But look, it was... Uh, yeah, I'm loving it. Now, the biggest talking point coming into round 17 is North Melbourne. Let's be honest. They're, uh, they're a bit worse for wear, aren't they? What do you think the problem is at the shin boners? See, I, I couldn't put a, a finger on it. They just look like a rabble at the moment. Nothing is going right for them. Um, mm. The... You know, half the players don't look like they want to be there. But do you think it could be something in the coaching staff as well? I don't think Noble's going to be there next year. 
can't be. I don't reckon. I don't oh, reckon he's going to be there. Surely not. Surely not. It's 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 just ridiculous, to be honest. Um, getting pumped by yeah. 120 points every week. I think they've got the record for most 50 point <clears throat> plus 50 losses seasons. So quite quite embarrassing, to be honest. Yeah. So, but yeah. But Horn Francis isn't coming straight back into this side, which tells me that they're not, it's just not a right fit or something. Uh, but what do you think? What what needs to change this week for North? Well, I guess who they are, they're up against Collingwood at the G. Yes. Um, I don't know. I think they just need more firepower, more brute force. They need to bully their opponents because um, no matter who they're up against they look like they're just getting away with it too easy they need to come in hard and uh, they need to start fast mm, definitely definitely now let's you wanted to talk about Collingwood but what aspect of the pies were was it yes yeah, so interesting looking at the games left are Collingwood a sneaky chance for top four Top four? I'm just having trying to get the yeah. AFL website up. Top the four, yeah. <laughs> Who they got? Well, they got North. I'll just give everyone a quick, quick rundown. Look, Collingwood yeah. are sitting sixth at the moment. They're a game mm-hmm. outside the top four. To come, they've got North Melbourne, Adelaide, Essendon are their next three. Then they've, they've got been all Port, Melbourne, Sydney, and Carlton. Yeah, I see them winning the first three. Most likely, they can beat Port at the G. Um, Melbourne will be a tough game. And then Sydney and Carlton are, are very unpredictable. I think they could make it in the four. They could. Very quite it possibly is, make it into the top four. Very unpredictable. I think that four spots up for play. Top three are set in Absolutely. Melbourne, Geelong and Brisbane. I think the top four right. to eight are all up for grabs. Yeah. Um, and it's Good call there. not just my hatred of Freo coming in for that. It's genuinely, I think <laughs> those are the positions up for it, up for grabs. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Now, I did want to talk about Freo because... I'm just feeling there's something off about that side. Don't let them have a dog. Let's just put it that way. Because they really can't hold on to a lead. And yes, they have beaten all three teams in the top four this season. They beat Brisbane by two goals. And Optus Stadium is a two-goal ground at the moment for them. And they beat Geelong earlier in the season. But then let's look at other games that they were in. They only just... Let's, we, I always have to go back. Round one, they only just beat Adelaide. And the Crows are crap. Yeah. Like, you're a Crows fan. You'll say that honestly, that you guys are just crap. Lost to the Gold Coast. Lost yeah, to Collingwood. Both had 36 points. Um, but yeah, they lost to the Gold Coast, lost to the Pies, both by 36 points. Um, only just beat 
Only, again, Optus is a two-goal ground. Only just beat Hawthorne by how much? Two goals. Lost lost to Carlton by 31. And then only they let a 40-point lead go against Port. And Port are crap. It's a tough one because if we look at the last two weeks, um, Frio, you know, credit to them for getting into that position for a 40 point lead, but they switched off mentally. And yes, they can get into these positions. Colton, they got overrun. Mm. They get into these positions, which is great, but they can't, can't so much stay in that position. They can beat teams when they don't have... I'll use the Melbourne game as an example. Stephen May goes down early. Key defender. That allows Tabernar yep. and Lobb to be able to run loose and play their game without having one of the best defenders in the game on their ass the whole time. That helps eventually for her to win the game. Yeah. So... I still say the same thing. Alex Pierce goes down again. Freire was stuffed. I don't think they've got anyone that can come in and take over Pierce's yeah, role cool. in that side. Yeah. But, so what do you think the top four will be at the end of this season? Um, as much as I think that... Uh... Collingwood do have a sneaky chance to to make it in the four. I think they'll just fall short. I I see it sitting either Melbourne or Geelong up on top. Yep. Um, I think Geelong just have a very easy run home. Um, Mm -hmm. And if they get up over the Ds tonight, you know, I I reckon they can secure top spot. Um, I think, yeah, Brisbane will stay in third and then Frio will fill out that fourth spot. Yeah. So two home, two games at the MCG round, first week of finals. Looks Actually, likely. I think one game will be at the MCG if it's Brisbane or Geelong. I mean, Brisbane or Fremantle will take the away sides. There'll be one game in Geelong. Because it ain't a big... I, I hope so. I hope there's a game in Geelong. Hmm. But we'll have to wait and see when September rolls around. Um... Obviously, you look at Geelong's next couple of weeks. They're the team here that is a mystery bag. They are a mixed bag, and we don't know what's going to happen with them. Look at each week they play. They're on and off. GMHBA is, again, a two-goal ground for any wayside going there. It's just that mentality. Unless you're like a really one of the best sides in the comp, like Melbourne. I still think it's Melbourne and the rest. But it is still a ground that it's two goals. It's just one of those grounds that people just, they just run over you if you don't know the type of ground and you don't have the facilities to be able to transform your training ground into Geelong's ground, which a lot of clubs have at the moment. And who have they got coming up? They got Melbourne, obviously, this week. They'll be this tomorrow. Tonight's the biggest game of it, and then they play Carlton, which I think is also a pretty big game for Carlton to get up over Geelong at the G, 
And that's a pretty easy, easy run home after that. With the last three games being St Kilda, Gold Coast, and West Coast. Um, but yeah, it should be interesting. On that, saying Gold Coast, well, they they definitely are a part of the the easier run home. Uh, do you think they can still make the eight? Let me have a look. Who they got? That's the big. They've got now. They've got security over Stuart Jew being there for another two, which is which is massive. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Richmond this week. One. They should beat Essendon. Should beat West Coast. So they've got three wins most likely. In West yeah. Coast, North Melbourne, and Essendon. I think they'll need to win... How many games are they out? Are they one game out of the eight at the moment? Uh, two, I believe. So they'll need to pick up two games against sides in the eight. Or teams just above them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, two games out. So they need to win this week. I feel like they need to beat Richmond. And then I think they've got St. Kilda in there as well, which is a team going for that eighth spot. Uh, they've got Hawthorne. Hawthorne. So that's another team. I think they need to beat Hawthorne yeah. and yeah. Richmond. And then also, if they get up against Brisbane, that might be that game. It's a, it's a Q clash. It's a derby. We know with derbies and showdowns and yeah. all this sort of stuff that... Anything happens and you take it with a grain of salt. Because, yeah. let's be honest, you look at the showdown a couple of months ago. Do we really think Adelaide were going to come through and win that one? If you look at it on paper? Not a chance. No. Not a chance. Not a chance in hell <clears throat> that Jordan Dawson will kick one after the siren. Just anything happens. It's like Colin with Carlton. You just take it with a grain of salt. And these rivalry games, they get up to another level. Yeah. Um, so that's one of them that I reckon that we just look at it and think, okay, how's this going to go? And just go with that. Yeah, well, I reckon to be considered a chance, they'll need to win five out of that their last seven. Yeah, they'll need to win two. Two extra games on top of those three. And I think Hawthorne and Richmond are the yeah. biggest op- opportunities. They play two of the top four sides in there. 100%. Which, yeah. um, which will be a difficult run. But then let's remember that this is their best finishing position at the moment. And if they make finals this year, that's a massive tick. But then the expectation will be on them for next season to make finals. I feel like you get that mid-tier draw, which is not too bad, and run with it for next year, aiming to make finals in 2023. If you're Gold Coast. Yeah. They've got given all the concessions under the planet. And now let's look at the head and think, this is what we need to do. So who does take that eighth spot, though? 
Let's say, so we're saying five to oh, eight. That's a, that's a tough call. Hmm. Yeah. So we're saying four to eight is pretty much See. there for the taking. With yeah. even three to eight, to be honest. Brisbane, yes, I do think we'll make top eight. But one slip, we can go down as low as sixth. So yeah, it's true there. <laughs> even Freo, if they lose this week or Geelong lose this week, all those teams can slip to as low as six. Yeah. So it's up to those teams to really just push and get these wins. But then you also have we so the teams that I think that might still have a chance is Port Gold Coast, Bulldogs and Go- and St Kilda. They're all two wins, yeah. two wins out, or percentage between two and percentage. So Kilda's percentage, Dogs are one win, and then Gold Coast and Port are two. Which one? Yeah. So those four who sides. Think, who? I was going to say, who do you think drops out the eight? I reckon it's Sydney and Richmond. You reckon they'll both drop out? I reckon they'll both drop out. Sydney is so inconsistent. How do you lose to Essendon? Look, we may be asking me the same question next week. But how do you lose to Essendon? (laughs) So Richmond have Gold Coast, North, Fremantle the next three weeks. And then Brisbane. So, and they only leave the state once. Have to go down the road to Marvel a couple of times, but they only leave the state once. And that's this week. That's still too far for them, though. Still too far for them. So they should win. Like, theoretically, they they thrash North Melbourne. They should beat Essendon. That's two wins. Yeah. I have question marks over Hawthorne, the Hawthorne game, because they're, where are they, 15th, but have been looking really good most weeks. They're a... They're a Encouraging fifteenth, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So that one, say with Port, Port will need to win that game to try and keep their running in, depending on where they are. And Sydney just look so inconsistent. They win. They look really good at the start of the year, and then they just—I don't know—they just. They go on a streak of one or two wins. Two wins and they'll lose one. Then they'll win one and then they'll lose another. It's so inconsistent. And against the Dogs tomorrow night will be a big challenge. Because if we remember, they played them on a Thursday night, I'm pretty sure a couple of weeks ago. Well, in... Sorry, in March. End of March. And the only thing that... The dog won the dogs the game is their shitty kicking. So coming into this week in yeah, a one on point. at the SCG, it's going to be interesting. It suits the dogs a lot. And they're one of the only teams other than West Coast to lose beat North. Obviously West Coast lost to North, but they beat North for under two goals. No other team's done that. 
every other team just absolutely runs over them. And yeah, it's, it's hard. You expect in the next three them to win. Hope They will need to try and win two of them. If that's the Sydney Bulldogs, Frio, Sydney games. Well, they want to try and win all three. They've got Adelaide as well yeah. on the 23rd of July. But it'll be very interesting to see how that, that team goes. But St yeah. Kilda, I think they're another team just like Sydney who are so inconsistent. You look at them last it's week and they look, hope, isn't it? they look great last week. And it's it's so hard to pick every week. It's so hard to do tipping. People, they get nine out of nine every week or whatever. You guys must have some sort of hacks <laughs> because it's so hard. But what's your thoughts? Who do you yeah. think makes the eight, goes through to September and who just misses out? Yeah, well, look, well, like like I just said, Sydney and Saints—they're full of—they've got a false hope sort of season. Like they're giving their fans false hope. They'll win a couple and then they'll drop. Like based on Sydney's form, they'll beat the Bulldogs, they'll beat Frio, and then they'll lose to Adelaide. Like that's mm. just how they're going right now. That's that's um, what I mean. How inconsistent they are. Everyone's gonna drop out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if anyone's gonna drop out. I think it will have to be Richmond, potentially. I don't know. They're both Richmond and Sydney have got a couple hard games, but I feel like um, Saints might sneak their way in over Richmond, maybe on percentage. Mm. But yeah, I, I've got no idea. It's the business end of the season now. Anything can. It's happen. the business end, and it's the end that matters because every game for some of these teams are finals games. <clears throat> From 7th through to, I will say, 12th, yeah. these are finals games. If Gold yeah. Coast or Port Adelaide lose this week, rule out the rest of your year for finals, book your September holidays, and get ready 100%. for the next season. And then if the Dogs lose a couple in a row, rule it out. Every week that these, these yeah. weeks creep on, especially this week when you look at Gold Coast playing Richmond. Gold Coast win, they're still in the hunt. But if Richmond win that game, Gold Coast rule out your year. Same, Port yeah. play GWS, and GWS are looking very shaky, to say so. Yeah. If they lose that game, rule out your season. But... Bulldogs, we talked about a couple of weeks ago how the round was like one of the best rounds going around and all this. First place second again this week. Fourth play ninth. Seventh play 11th and eighth play 10th. So it's, it's a mixed bag of a round. It's a make or break. Pretty much. It is a make or break round. This would if Melbourne win, they win the minor premiership. Yeah. There'll be two games on top, book them in for a home grand final, 
Well, then obviously they'll go home grand final. Home quali, home prelim, home semi, whatever it is. <laughs> Book them in. You know that they're going to be games two yeah. out of the three weeks. Well, obviously three out of the four weeks of finals, but two out of the three weeks of playoff games. And then for Geelong, they just need to keep on going. They look good the last couple of weeks. They're lucky they got a very big percentage booster last week. But just need to keep going. And they've got another percentage booster at the end of the season with, with West Coast. Yeah. So it will be interesting. But let's move on to the round review. All right. We've talked about... Ah, yes. Geelong play the Demons, obviously, tonight. What are we thinking? I think that Melbourne up up here. Um, and I'll get to the bat a bit later. I have made it up. It's a good three-legger. Yeah. Um, but I think Melbourne get up here. And with Max Gorn and Luke Jackson back this week, I think it will be pretty convincing. Um, Tommy Stewart... He's still out. I think it's Tom yeah, Stewart. He's got three weeks. He's got three more weeks. So that's going to be a real yeah. um, tough one for Geelong to try and lock in Bailey Fritch or Kazai Pickett and these sort of ones. So I'll go on the record as saying Pickett for two plus. Two goals plus and Fritch for three. Um, Big call there. I think, I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a tight one. Based on Geelong at home, look, if they'll either start like smashing, they'll come out fast and they'll continue what they finished against North, mm. or they'll come out so slow and they'll take it easy against Melbourne. I think it could be 40 plus either way. Yeah. Um, but tonight, I think I'll back Geelong in a 40 plus, just seeing. Tomahawk and, and Jezza in fine form. Look, I think I've got a multi on for that game as well. So I think I have both of them to kick two or two each. So, <laughs> but next game on the Friday yeah. night, Sydney play the Dogs. Uh, look, we've talked about this one beforehand. Uh, it's a do or die game for both teams, I reckon. Uh, I think the doggies get up tomorrow night. What about you? Right. Yeah, well, anything can happen. I, I I think it'll be very close. I feel like there'll be a kick in it. Maybe again, settled by just a few points. But I think Sydney will get this one. Yeah, and this is the last week, I'm pretty sure, of Bailey Smith's suspension, which is ridiculous. Should have been more. Ah, uh, yeah. So, it'll be very interesting to see. But... We move on. I did say the dogs. We're, we're different for both of these so far. But I don't think yeah. we're different for this one. Collingwood, North Melbourne. Let's just go to Collingwood and move on. Yeah, 200 points. <laughs> 200 yeah. points, you reckon? <laughs> I reckon it'll be over 100 again. <laughs> I just can't defend and yeah. it's a bit difficult for them. Now... Saturday has some very good games in here. Two, the next one is the Carmichael Hunt Cup. I'm going to call it. They didn't play for each. He didn't play for both of these teams, but he did destroy Richmond in a uh, 
game after the siren. So let's remember him for that. But it's also the Brendan Ellis Cup. But the Gold Coast Suns, for me, get up here at Metricon Stadium. Hopefully people that are going to get to the games and get there to really support their team and the, the, the Suns. Yeah, completely agree. This is their biggest push for finals. They want their fan base to come in, cheer them on. I do hope they get the win, and I, I think they'll just get over the line at home. And another game that is at... Which is also equal odds, dollar ninety two apiece, just like the uh, Gold Coast Richmond game. Is St Kilda Fremantle at Marvel? Now, Marvel Stadium hasn't been Freo's best friend this year, and I think St Kilda get up here. What's yeah, your it's thoughts? A tough one. It depends on which team shows up. Is For that, both, both teams, teams really. Taking a bit of a nap. Yeah. Mm. Um, For both teams, to be honest. It's For both a teams. Tough one. Here we go on. Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I think I think the Saints will have a bit more fight in them. I think Saints will get up. Just. Mm. Now the other game at night on the Saturday is Port Adelaide play GWS. Um, I was trying to think of a cup, but. Trying to think of a cup, but I couldn't think of one. Obviously, the St Kilda Fremantle game is the Brad Hill Cup. Huh? Yes, Jeremy Finlayson Cup for GWS Port Adelaide. And I think Port get up here. I think they're needing to really get these wins and keep going. Um, The 0-5 start, the start of the year, isn't the greatest. Um, And what is what has put them into this position. Yeah. And since the 0 and 5. agreed. And since 0 and 5, since the first five rounds, they're 7 and 3. So, yeah. look, <clears throat> the 10 games afterwards, they've got a positive record, but they will want to be winning this week to give them a 50 50 record um, going into the rest of the year. And if they finish the season 11 and 11, I think that's the best they could do from the situation they were in. And they come out the back end of the year after the first five weeks on a high. Yeah, that's it. But they don't just want to win, I think, against the Giants. They want to get up by at least four or five goals at home Mm -hmm. as well. Um, I do think they can do that. Yeah. Most definitely. Okay, Brisbane play Essendon at the Gavatois on Sunday. I think Brisbane get up here. One ten game, so it means I can sleep in before oh, yeah. footy. Should do. Should get up. Um, <laughs> can I just attention to AFL? Can we make these games earlier? Because fire out a whole day on a Sunday before footy isn't fun. <laughs> I loved it when I was in Perth because well, it was 11 o'clock. Early enough watch... for me. Yeah, it's 11 o'clock. You can sleep in basically till about 10, get up, do something in the morning, have breakfast and stuff, and then good to go. But in Melbourne, it's 1 o'clock. You're basically halfway through the day, and all you want to do is sleep. Have a quick afternoon. <laughs> go out but a I'm going to go Brisbane there. Go play huh? some golf. I-, I might actually go play some golf this week. Go play some golf. Apparently, it's a pretty good course out here, so I might might go for it. But 
Hawthorne, I'm going Brisbane, by the way. Who have you gone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. Same here. Brizzy, cool. Now, Hawthorne play the Crows at Marvel. A very interesting game. I actually do think this might be an upset, of course, with Crows getting up. There's just something about Hawthorne. Their inconsistency is the same as, obviously, the Crows, but I feel like the Crows are just a... Two or three goal better side. That's a that's a, a fair call there. Um, I like to stick with my my theory that crows will lose every game, so I'll pick yeah. hawks in hopes that I'm wrong and crows will win. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and then the last game of the season, not the season of the week. Is calling no, not Collingwood. Carlton, West Coast Adoptus. So, yeah, big week this week. They're expecting uh, quite a few people in for one man and one man only of Josh Kennedy. He needs two, two or three goals this week to kick seven hundred for the West Coast Eagles. Oh, pretty impressive. Now, he kicked 11 from 22 games in 06-07 for Carlton, but since being at the Eagles, almost 700 goals, which is an amazing achievement, to say the least. But I do think Carlton will get up, but West Coast have looked so much better this year, so it will be a very good game. Yeah, I, I agree. Maybe that seven hundred mark is what they uh, what they need to light another fire, maybe sneak a win. Um, mm. But no, I do think Carlton will be pretty hard to fight. I think they should get up pretty comfortably. Yeah. All right. There's our tips in for this week. Make sure people you are listening. But times go to the f- talking foopy multi. Now. Oh, hit me with it. Even though I've tipped St. Kilda, I've gone Fremantle 1 to 39. As I do think it'll be a close one. Collingwood 25 plus on the winning margin. Melbourne on the line, minus one and a half. So obviously, if they win by more, winner, winner, chicken. (laughs) And Josh J. Kennedy for two or more goals. Paying $8.48. And we've got $3.25 in the account. Put the whole shebang on it. We might as well. Yeah, put it all. Yeah. And I'm going to power play it to $9.46. To win us back, $30. Big money. What's anything there that you want to take out? No, nah, I trust you with my life. Go for it. Yeah, I've, got, I've won one multi in the last couple of weeks. There we go. We'll put it on. Oh, go for it. We've gone for it. And now, now we want to hear from everyone that's listening. Now, I've started playing community footy. Um, Ethan just 
remembers running around for Port Adelaide and is around about with the Port Adelaide boys back in Adelaide. But we want to hear your community footy stories. So send them in to us on um, Instagram or whatever and we'll feature them on the show, which we should get, or even your big bets. Any sort of footy related stories for your weekend of footy or anything like that, send them through. Okay, and I'm just going to brag for a little bit. I want a 12-leg multi on the weekend, so that's my brag of the week. <laughs> so, well done. Ethan, have, did we have any wins over the weekend? Uh, come to think of it, another another no from me. That's two weekends in a row, I think, of nothing. But, um, yeah, right. yeah, look, I think I want to hear everyone's Big bet wins or one leg multi fails. That's one leg multi fails. That's always going to be a good one, which which should be good. But hopefully, we all enjoyed this episode of the Talking Foopy podcast. Talking Foopy podcast, sorry. And we will see you guys later. Hopefully, I have won about fifty bucks in the next week after the after tonight's multi. So, up the podcast. And we'll catch us later. Catch ya.